Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in. This is What Happens When Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Wayne Joseph. Hey everyone, welcome back. It's another episode of What Happens When Podcast. I am your host, Mr. Kevin Wayne Joseph. And today I have another Xavier Wright. She is one of the one of my closest friends. She's super a sweet, sweet soul. Um, another thing, she recently got married. So congratulations to her on that. She has been grinding and working since she was a kid. When I say grinding and working in school, she was the valedictorian of high school, straight and hailing all the way out of uh, East St. John Parish, came to Xavier, ran it up, and now she's in Houston living it up. Please welcome Miss Erica Geis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. It is such an honor to be here. Um, like Kevin said, we've been friends for a very long time so it's just been incredible to sit back and witness his journey him growing and just putting his mind to something what happens when he just sit down and make a plan and execute and here we are on his podcast let's get it okay so um with this one this is going to be like a, a kind of a throwback story because when you were coming out of college you were you studied accounting did really well. Um, we worked together with NABA, uh, National Association of Black Accountants. I was kind of passing on the torch of being the treasurer, I believe, showing you how to do all the bookkeepings and all this stuff. And so after graduation, you started to sit and study for the CPA exam. That isn't easy. We know a lot of people want to do this thing. They want to have those letters behind their name. They want to say they've accomplished something you know, really amazing in life, so to speak. You sitting and studying for the CPA, I was there with you in a kind of a step-by-step process, just kind of making sure that you were mentally okay. How was that for you? Oh, man. Uh, again, like you said, just saying thank you because a big part of it was was having people to just vent to, vent to throughout the process. You couldn't really take the exams for me or change my circumstance at the time, but just being able to vent to you time and time again was very, very helpful. But uh, to sum up the process, it was by far the most challenging thing that I have ever thought about enduring. And so <laughs> um, it was, it was challenging. It was it pulled things out of me that I didn't know I had. And um, it was during the time I, I had my first real uh, corporate job. So it, it just was a lot of things going on at once. Uh, a, a lot of room for growth, just evolving and just trying to take it day by day and just really persevering through a very, very, challenging exams and for those of you who don't know the cpa exam is in four parts so it is at a minimum four times uh the the stress level four different exams so it is a very very challenging process but but to sum it up i'll just say it was uh it was it was challenging it was it was the biggest learning experience thus far so so, yeah, I, I remember kind of just checking in on you with, you know, studying. I mean, you would you would be on the computer for like eight to 10 hours a day studying for this exam. Now, 
I never wanted to take the C. I never wanted to be a CP. I never wanted to take the exam. The hardest test I've ever studied for was pop, probably eighth grade leap test. You, I didn't even study for your ACT. I didn't study uh, when I got my um, life, life and health insurance uh, licenses. I didn't have to study that hard, but there are many people that talk about the type of grind it takes. If you can take us back to that moment in 2017, did you know it's going to be that difficult? Uh, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I knew what what encompasses the full exam to get from graduation to becoming a CPA, but what that would look like. I uh, began studying the summer of 2017 uh, and made it to the finish line, uh, third quarter 2018. But man, what I would endure throughout that time, I couldn't even imagine. Um, during that time, also, I had I, didn't know, I don't want to get ahead of myself, but we're going to kind of talk about the process. But during that time also, so just, just a challenging exam in itself. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I was working at a big four company um, doing audit at the time. And so that is by far uh, a job that can easily require 60 hours a week of your time. So if you can imagine working 60 hours a week and trying to have time to really, really sit down and dedicate and do all the things that's required to actually digest this material and practice and ultimately be ready when you have to sit uh, at the testing sites and pass these exams. If you can imagine just the trying to balance all of those at once, uh, that, that's just kind of what was happening back at that time. You know what? I, I did forget that you did have that job because you used to wake up at like three, four o'clock in the morning just to beat traffic and leave late or, or uh, go back to one of your cousin's house. We follow traffic to pass to go home and then study. Bruh, when you talk about somebody being maniacal and, and, and steadfast and knowing what their goals are, this is you. This is encompass you. So you spoke a little bit earlier about perseverance. That was extreme. Now, when if someone was faced with the same thing you were faced with, looking at that giant, looking at that mountain, most people would be like, I'm not doing that. I'm not climbing that. I'll just go another route. But you were in the midst of it. You were consistent with it. And I mean, studying for something from the summer of 2017 to third quarter, maybe August, September of a of a the next year, you know, 2018. That is that is a real dedication. That is a real perseverance. There's a real uh, persistence in that that a lot of people don't know that they have. You possibly didn't know you had it, but <laughs> it really prepares you for such a time as this, because right now you're working uh, in Houston, um, your company. You've been there for past like five, five, six years, type almost almost around that time. How were how what did you learn from that process? of working a full-time job, doing auditing, getting up three, four o'clock in the morning just to be traffic, working there all day and going home to study for the CPA? I learned that discipline is everything. Discipline is everything. 
and delays are not denials. Um, Short-term sacrifice is so much worth it for the long-term success and gain. Um, it's, it's, it's better, in my opinion, to do those things as early as possible or when you're young or when you don't have so many different um, responsibilities and priorities to balance. And so for me, um, at that time, I had to really sit back and evaluate what I wanted. And so at that time, just, just a little summary. So I started studying in the summer of 2017 and I ended up passing my first exam a few months before I started in big four. And mm -hmm. so for those of you who don't know how it works, you have a 18 month window to pass all four parts um, before your first passing score expires. So I started summer, started studying summer of 2017. I passed my first part in July. I began, I began big four, maybe, maybe September, October. And that is really when I had to evaluate what I wanted. I had to persevere, like Kevin mentioned. I mean, I tried to do the early morning before work. I tried to do the after work. I would, I was sleeping. I had a coworker. She didn't know me. Uh, thank God for just having community and people willing to help. I mean, we used to work all day. We were working on the same time. Like I said, she didn't know me from Adam or Eve, and she let me. <laughs> they she she lived closer in New Orleans. Uh, I was in living at my mom's house in Laplace at the time. So after working all day, she let me stay at her home in New Orleans just so I can get maybe an extra hour or two or sleep and I could sleep or spend that time studying before I have to work. Um, but during that time in Big Four, as some of you may or may not know, you just go from busy season to busy season to busy season. And so during that time, I had to really evaluate and I tried, you definitely just have to know yourself and you kind of know what you want to do and you just have to do what works for you at the end of the day because there are people who I worked with and they were able to study and do the 60, 70 hours a week and, you know, they passed the exams with no problem, but I, I couldn't let that deter me or I couldn't let that stop me from having my own path to becoming a CPA because that wasn't my story, but I just had to persevere through my own story. And what ended up happening was I ended up um, trying to study for the next part and uh, I didn't pass the next part that I took. So I was like, okay, I had to evaluate, but just after trying a bunch of different ways to take the time that I personally needed to study and pass, I ended up leaving that job so that I can really have the time to sit down and get this accomplished. And for me, the key was I knew how hard it took to pass each part. So again, you have to know yourself and know what you have to do for you. You have to know your dreams because I just couldn't personally let that first uh, exam that I passed expired. So I know my time was ticking and I started at big four and I just didn't see a way for me to 
to juggle both of those at the time. So I just stepped away from that exam and I had the time I needed to focus on my dream and really just, like I said, take that short-term sacrifice and ultimately uh, just, just have the time that I need to process and study and study. Like Kevin said, eight to 10 hours a day, <laughs> study and study. Um, I ultimately had to step away from a very good job so that I can just focus on something that could become and ultimately did become a, you know, long-term success. So um, that's kind of how that process went. <laughs> okay. So you are licensed in Texas and Louisiana. You said earlier that it was kind of like a national exam. You have certain states with different laws, but you just have to be brushed up on those. Was the, the job you're currently at now, was that the first job you got hired at? That's correct. Okay. So that's the first job you got hired at. So before at. I moved in, that's correct. Okay. So that's the first job you got hired at. Only job you got hired at. You were just kind of in the game right then and there. How was that change of scenery? Now, the way I want to, I want to, I want you to paint this picture is you've just finished studying, you know, eight, you, you had the big four job. You had to leave the job to study, to focus really. You just finished studying eight to 10 hours a day. You pass all of your parts. You move to Houston. Um, not much family in Houston. One at the time, your your, your closest friend, quote unquote, was was moms, right? That's how was <laughs> how was that transition? Because studying sitting for the CPA exam is a, is a real breaking down type moment in someone's life. This is to see what you're really built of, and now you're going to a different area. You 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 kind of by yourself in a sense. You don't really know too many people. Um, you're not far, far, but it's far enough to where you're not seeing your parents every single day, right? Yeah. How was that? How was that transition? Again, it 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 uh, anything uncomfortable is going to be challenging. Um, and to be completely honest, the first. I don't know, maybe six months in Houston, like I wanted to go home. Like I wanted to go home. But what ended up happening is, again, thank God for community and just having one or two friends to just walk with you along your journey of life. Uh, I am a foodie, so at least in Houston, <laughs> there is a lot of opportunities to eat some good food. So what ended up happening was I spent a lot of, uh, I spent like my weekends every time trying out like a different restaurant. And I just, another lady was in a restaurant by herself and we ended up talking at the restaurant. She invited me to a church and I've been at that same, same church ever since. And so uh, that was a community for me back home. So I was excited to be able to jump into that. And then I just joined a group. Um, you have to make an effort with anything new. Like you have to do your part. You have to force yourself to get out of your shell and just uh, see what can happen. And and that's what I did. I joined like a Bible study group at my church and uh, I met like a friend or two and we're still friends of four years later now. So like I said, it doesn't take much, but just having... Um, that one or that one or two friend in your life and um like here they're like my family away from being home with my mom like they 
I'm able to go over to their house for holidays and things like that. So it really, really helps to have a community community along this journey so that that really changed the game for me here. Yeah, you know what? That gives you a lot of a lot of structure as well because you know what to do, where to go at certain times. When you know we're we're sociable creatures, a lot of people like to play that whole um little song and dance of I'm antisocial, I like to be by myself. Dude, mm-hmm. no, you don't. We were <laughs> no, not created don't. that way. You're <laughs> not created that way. You're created to have community, have compassion, have people around you that share some of the same ideas. Uh, similar backgrounds just to help you to grow and, and stay in company with one another. Make sure that we look out for each other. So um, what's the name of the company that you're working for now? Well, the name I, of your company? Yeah, I'm in Midstream Oil and Gas. It's a company called Plains All-American Pipeline. Okay, so you're in oil and gas. That's kind of like one of the major industries in the South, mainly Houston. Louisiana has about 60 percent as far as I can remember, about 60% of all the oil and gas that come through to the United States from anywhere else comes through Louisiana. So really, we 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 from the lifeblood of the country, so to speak. That's correct. You know, um, sad to say, but it is true. Where we grew up at is called Cancer Alley yeah. in Louisiana because there's so many refineries up and down the Mississippi River and imports and exports constantly going in and out, in and out, in and out. So... I want to ask this question. What would you what would you say to the college student that's getting ready to study for their CP exam? Um, don't have the best support, don't have the best circumstances, because a lot of the things you did, you had a, a nice support system, but you still at one point was working almost 60 hours a week. What would you say to that person that's going to go through this that may want to give up? Because there are a lot of people that don't talk about it but they wanted to do the CPA exam. And once they started, they gave up. What would you say to that person? Oh my God. So that part of the whole process of what I'm very, very passionate about, I have, I have had the opportunity to talk to a few people, but if you're listening, please reach out to me if you can, if that is your situation at this moment or in the future. Um, but what I, what I desire to give out because starting this process, I didn't have that as far as knowing what I was getting myself into. And so I, I I even kind of do it to a few, a few of my coworkers now, um, just trying to help them stay disciplined. I am able to like constantly check in with them, but I really am passionate about telling the person, um, if that is you, I just want you to know that, you can do it. You should, like I said, find that one person. If you're doing it via like a college or some type of go to your career services department, look for alumni, uh, find someone on social media, email somebody, reach out to me or find somebody that is willing and able to walk you through the process. It is 100% doable. It'll be hard in the moment. It takes discipline, but it is doable. There is very, very, um, very, very good review material. That is the 100% the only way that I got through it. But there are very, very uh, good resources out there. So please know that you are not alone. Like I mentioned earlier, I did fail one of the exams. So failing does not mean that you're a failure you just failed the exam. I just had to take a step back and reevaluate 
and you just try again. Please know that if you fail the exam, that is not the end to the story or your journey. Um, it is passable. And I just want anybody to know listening that it is achievable. It's, it's not too late. Um, if you just be disciplined, have a plan, stick to your plan, no matter what, I promise you can't come out on the other side. So <laughs> definitely. Look, we only fail if we give up. We only fail if we stop. Um, in a world now that's changing rapidly, laws are changing rapidly, um, processes are changing rapidly. You were just in school five, four, five, six years ago, 2017 graduated. Let's just say five and a half years ago since May technically would be the graduation date, right? Let's just say five and a half years ago, you were in school. The things you were learning, studying were not always aligned with what you were actually doing in the workplace, some of the things I remember we talked about this uh, probably two or three years ago, how some processes need to be more, um, need to have more focus on more uh, crucial aspects of your career than just the book in school. One of those you spoke about was Excel. Yeah. People need to learn Excel. A hundred percent. Speak on that. Excel can change your life in any corporate job. I feel like Excel is one of the most valuable skills to learn. It is daunting. It can be very hard on the eyes, like staring at it. But I 100% still to this day when my job offers Excel trainings, workshops and all that, I still take it. Um, it is it is the key to making your job, your life so much easier in the working environment. You're able to customize, you know, you have your particular job that you're responsible for. So Excel is 100% capable of making it easy for you. You work, I mean, there's just, Excel does so many wonderful things with the formulas and the macros and the pivot tables just the V lookups, I mean, all the things. It is the most valuable tool with trying to summarize and just sort through large amount of data, which in some corporate, in most corporate jobs, you're gonna do that in some way, shape or form. So I highly, highly recommend, uh, even if you're at a school of some sort that doesn't really hone in on that, take the, I mean, YouTube, is everything we need or workshops. I mean, anything you can find online or just LinkedIn workshops or whatever it is. I mean, Excel is is an amazing tool if you know how to use it. Like uh, work work smarter, not harder. So uh, I mean, Excel can, can use Excel to your advantage for sure. All right. So <laughs> we are, um, I was sitting here, I was thinking about the, the kid, the the young person in college right now, a young adult that's want to sit for the CPA, but they not necessarily want to go the corporate route. Some of them, you know, want to do family taxes, personal taxes, um, open their own business. Were, was that ever one of your thoughts or did you always know you was going to be in a corporate? Um, Actually, I had both thoughts. So... I kind of waver back and forth between the entrepreneurial route. And I actually do have, I have one client that's near and dear to my heart. So I actually 
on the side, I do books for a nonprofit. Um, I know her from back home. She started a nonprofit. Uh, she actually um, reaches girl, young girls and mentors young girls like back home in St. John Parish, uh, New Orleans Par Orleans Parish. She actually has a mentorship program. So I actually do the bookkeeping uh, and all of the accounting on the side for her. So um, as an additional uh, stream of income is kind of how I play that route right now. But uh, I definitely have have the thoughts of if I want to go that route, I do have the license so that if it is comes a time with a particular thing that you need a license to be able to sign off on, especially wanting to be independent in any way, shape or form, I do have that, you know, as an option. So that's always uh, really good. You know, as you're saying, I was thinking about it um, right now. I'm, I'm trying to figure out how to do the taxes for my business on YouTube, reading stuff, because right. we got I got I started a business last year, got paid and I had paid vendors like basically school paid me. I paid everybody else. And now I'm sitting here like, OK, I got to send these 1099s out. But then I got to mm -hmm. report all of these 1099s to the IRS. And then I have to do this. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this is why you need friends and all of these tax uh, tax preparers, CPAs, all of this good stuff. So, yeah. so definitely um, you have been on this journey, continue to grow on this journey. Uh, like I said earlier in the introduction, you recently got married. So you're going to continue to grow, grow, grow. Um, what do you think? What do you think is the next steps for you as far as your career and where you see yourself next six months? I ain't even going to do five years because people be like, I don't even know what I'm about to eat tomorrow. Why are you asking me about five years from now? <laughs> right. So the next six months, what do you think? What do you think your life will look like? Um, so uh, actually on Thursday that just passed, uh, my company closed our December 2022 books. So for all of you that may or may not know what happens for an accountant for like the first half of any brand new year is what we call the busy season. So the next six months of my life um, is going to be tapping into that perseverance 100%, tapping back into uh, how I move through the challenges, the unforeseen circumstances. Um, actually, right now, for the first time, my then supervisor got promoted to manager. So I'm actually now responsible for all of the work that she was doing. So this will be my first busy season with a different, more complicated workload. So it is an opportunity to learn uh, my job and just how my company runs and in a different way that I hadn't seen before. And I mean, deadline after deadline after deadline is about to be slapping us, slapping <laughs> us, slapping us uh, in this busy season. So my life for the next six months uh, is going to be great. I'm declaring it in the name of Jesus. It's going Amen. to be, but uh, I know I'm going to get through it. It's going to be <laughs> very, very long and tiring days, but um I know that at the end of it, I'm going to be able to reflect and just, you know, have that, be able to have that perseverance conversation and again, be able to 
hopefully one day, you know, share it with somebody else who could be in this same scenario uh, another time and same thing. Like, I can't do another business season or whatever it is. Just just being able to really reflect at the end of these six months and uh, most importantly, be able to share my story with somebody else to to encourage them uh, that to encourage them that they can do it. So. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, so I have one last question. This is the one question I always ask at the, the end of the podcast. It's one of those thought-provoking questions. Um, take your time to answer it. We just recently crossed into 8 billion people on this planet. India recently became the most populous country with, I believe, 1.42 billion people. If you had the ability or the opportunity to speak to all 8 billion people about their dreams, about perseverance, about really not knowing how much strength they have until they get into the thick of things, what would you tell them? I would say um, the key, the key to it all is to pray about it. And then if if God gives you, if he downloads something in your heart, then it's guaranteed, 100% guaranteed that he will see you through the process to the end destination that he has for you. Your dream may look crazy to someone else, and that is okay. But if something is, you have a burning desire to accomplish something to, uh, volunteer in a certain way to outreach to a particular uh, youth group or just community, a family member, whatever it is. If it's something that is a burning desire that you have, do what it takes and you will see it come to pass. You will see the success and you will learn so much throughout the process. And most importantly, like the short-term sacrifice it's going to be so much worth it in the long run. That was beautiful. That was absolutely beautiful. All right, E, so you have a passion for seeing others succeed. You have been down this road of, you know, how rigorous it is studying for that exam. Life can happen. Life always happens in the midst of us doing things. You know, um, disruption follows intention. Let everyone know where they can find you at in case they need to reach out and just get words of wisdom, some help, or just, just some encouragement. Um, please reach out. Uh, I would love to help um, in any way that I can. Um, on LinkedIn, um, my first name is Erica, E-R-I-C-A, last name Greenwood, soon to be updated to Geist. And uh, my most active social media, I guess I would say, would be Instagram. And on Instagram, you can find me at underscore love Erica, L-O-V-E-E-R-I-C-A. Uh, please, please reach out for whatever you need. Um, perseverance, just encouragement, uh, CPA, just planning, looking over any type of schedule or thoughts or anything, you, anything you may need, prayers, whatever it is. Uh, I truly am open and able to help. So please, please, please reach out. All right. Now you have it. Here at What Happens When Podcast, we are doing the Lord's work. We are trying to succeed 
Um, we're finding people that are been in some of the struggles that a lot of people will begin to deal with as they move along their journey. I want to thank everyone for listening, for tuning in. We will back, be back again next week. And y'all be blessed. Peace. Peace.